Hello, everybody. Good evening. Uh, good afternoon. Good morning. Goodbye. Good night, everybody. Good talking to you. How's it going, you guys? All of you. I'm talking to all of you. I'm talking to you, Benny. I'm talking to you, Jack. I'm talking to you, Bronwyn. I'm talking to you, Lively. I'm talking to you, Michael. How's it going, everybody? Um, let's see. Who's making you mad right now? I'm going to launch into some questions. I haven't done it in a while, like a whole list of questions. Who is making you mad right now, and is there anything you can do about it? Or is it just time to let that shit go? It's probably time to let it go. Um, it was for me. What else? Favorite sandwich. Uh, I saw a friend of mine, Drake. Uh, he had posted his favorite sandwich, and it was so awesome and interesting. He posted it on Instagram. And it was wheat bread, turkey from the QFC Deli. QFC is a uh, grocery store, if you're not familiar. Um, okay, and then two Sociables crackers, wheat crackers. Uh, and, oh, I know, uh, potato salad from the deli, smeared on one side. And then a little Tabasco. And he's like, that's, that's been, this is my favorite sandwich has been forever. And I loved it. So anyway, what's your favorite sandwich list for me? The ingredients. I love to hear about this kind of stuff. I could, I could listen to people talk about their favorite sandwiches all day. Um, I don't know. I have so many. I'll try. Let me come back to that one. Um, also I do, by the way, I do love, I love putting, I thought it was interesting about crackers in there because I would put potato chips in my sandwich. I love putting potato chips in my sandwiches especially for me, the top choice potato chip inside a sandwich would be Lay's, classic Lay's, the thin, salty potato chip. Nothing better than that. Okay, it's also soup weather. At least it is here where I am, thank God. Uh, it also gets to be dark at about 3 or 4 p.m. here, uh, and it's awesome to me. I wish it would stay like this all year. Uh, so anyway, soup weather. What's your favorite soup? My favorite soup, I'm going to go ahead and sound like an asshole here, is a soup I make. It's my own French onion soup. And nobody can talk about French onion soup around me without me being like, yeah, I make it better. I don't even want to hear about it. I've had Anthony Bourdain's French onion soup. I've had French onion soup in France and many other places on earth. And I'm telling you, if I could make the world French onion soup, everybody would be obsessed with me. Uh, all right. It's also comfort movie time, in my opinion. The winter is for comfort movies, like whatever is your chicken soup movie, your uh, feeling good, getting cuddled up on the blanket with a heating pad just for the hell of it kind of time. I've asked this before, and I love all of your responses. So please respond to me on Instagram or Twitter. I'm Robin O'Neill, or no, I'm not. I'm R-O-B-Y-N underscore O-N-E-I-L. Let me know. I'm about to, I'm not, you know what? Never mind. I was about to announce something. I'm not going to announce it. Um, anyway, comfort movies for me, Pretty in Pink, and I haven't seen it in a long time. Time to watch that. Karate Kid, number one favorite movie, uh, comfort movie. I would say another comfort movie for me is Silence of the Lambs. Uh, Rad, BMX biking movie from the 80s. Rad, that's a comfort movie for me. Haven't seen that in a while either. Uh, uh, well, that's enough. I just gave you four. I feel like I want to throw one more in there, though. Let me hit pause. I know one. The original Pete's Dragon, the Disney movie from, I don't know if it was the 60s or 70s. Anyway, I love that movie so much with Helen Reddy. And I know every single line of every song. I'm not going to sing it to you guys, but trust me on that. 
Okay, so those are my questions for you. Let's talk it out. I still don't know my favorite sandwich. I mean, I just, I love sandwiches so much, and I don't eat them enough, actually. I love a turkey sandwich. Um, I love anything. Yeah, I love anything with turkey. I love... Oh, no, you know what my favorite sandwich is? It's another one that I made myself. I made it, and my friend um, Stephanie, shout out to Stephanie in Oklahoma. Although, did you move again, Stephanie? I can't remember. Anyway... Uh, she once worked at a place in Oklahoma that had these vegetarian sandwiches and she took a photo of it and posted it on Flickr way back in the day. And I remember always thinking that's the best sandwich on earth. So it's a, just a vegetarian sandwich with a whole bunch of stuff. But what I did, it was like roasted beets, shaved carrots, thinly sliced red onions, um, a little bit of there's some sort of cheese on it, though. Uh, maybe like a spreadable cheese of some kind, maybe. Uh, a million things. Oh, I know what's a really good sandwich topping. Um, to, like sunflower seeds. That it makes That is really good on a sandwich. There's a lot of other things on there. Maybe it was feta that was my cheese. And um, pickled cucumbers. Anyway. God, my mouth is water. This is so gross, but I am so hungry right now. Uh, okay. So, do you guys know what QVC is? Uh, I don't know what it stands for, but it's the shopping channel that you'll see sometimes when you're at the hotels. Have I even talked to you guys about my newest obsession? It's also, I thought of it because it's a comfort thing for me. When I have QVC on, like, I'll, I'll put it on my phone just while I'm taking a shower and getting ready for the day or cleaning or something, and I could listen to these people talk about all of this dumb stuff that they try to sell all day. It is so funny, number one. These people are the funniest people on television, legitimately, especially two of them. One, my favorite, David. Two, my other favorite, Rick. These two guys are so unbelievably impassioned by what they do. You guys have to check it out. Uh, I also kind of like Sean. That's a female Sean who wears glasses. I don't know. Does anybody else watch QVC or is it just Damien and me? Because we became obsessed while being on the road at some point and just have, having a hotel. I've always loved QVC, but there's something about in a hotel that's even better. So, And yes, I have finally bought some stuff. The first purchase I made was for... It's, um, it's over here. It isn't installed yet in my new studio because my studio is not ready, but... It's basically a space heater, but it looks just like a fireplace. And it even has a mantle on it and everything. It's beautiful. And so that's what finally convinced us to buy something. And uh, then I also bought an Isaac Mizrahi turtleneck. <laughs> I bought, um, oh, these things that when you're boiling pasta and your pasta water boils over, these things you lay on top and it will not boil over ever. It's this rubber rubberized stuff that you put on top. But it's like, you know, it, it isn't bad for you. It doesn't leach out bad chemicals. And then you put that and then you put like broccoli or whatever you want to steam on top of it. And then the lid on top of that. And you do double duty. You're steaming things while you're boiling your um, pasta. So I got that and I can't remember what else. Anyway, um, so that's my newest obsession and comfort thing. I, I would prefer that over movies right now. I just like having it on while I do things. Uh, I also just got back from a trip, everybody. Um, I turned the phone off and, uh, just decided to explore and wander around with Damien for his birthday on some islands out here in the, um, Pacific Northwest. So I haven't really said, you know, my dad kind of outed me accidentally. I d didn't want to tell you guys where I lived. And then my dad said I lived 
in the Pacific Northwest. And I won't say exactly where I live, but I don't live in Seattle, and but I live near enough Seattle. So Seattle is the way to say it, I guess. And I live near the Puget Sound, so we took a trip over to Port Townsend. And if anyone's ever been there, you'll know it's so beautiful. We went over Deception Pass, which is the most beautiful. I mean, I don't even know how to describe it. And I saw sea lions swimming around and all sorts of amazing seabirds. We actually saw the movie The Lighthouse with Willem Dafoe and Robert Pattinson while we were there. So that was kind of funny because there's a famous lighthouse on the Port Townsend on the island. Also ate at the most amazing Italian restaurant I've ever... I can't even tell you how good this food was. But what was I going to say? Oh, has anybody else seen The Lighthouse? Because I had some pretty strong reactions against it, even though there are definitely good things, like Willem Dafoe's awesome. Robert Pattinson is terrible. Sorry, Robert, if you're listening. <laughs> but you were not good, and I know you think you were. And also to the director, I know you think you're good too, but really let's, I, I could have a talk with you about things. I, it just reminded me of being in art school watching this thing in a bad way, in a really bad way. But it's beautiful in some ways. It's a square format lens and I don't know. It looked like, some of the time I thought I was watching like a 90s Nine Inch Nails video or something. So, and I say that again, not in a good way. Um, anyway, so it was amazing to get out. And then there was a bookstore. Hold on, let me grab this. I'm still here. I'm just trying to grab too many things. Hold on. Okay. What was the bookstore? Okay. Shout out to William James Booksellers. Fine books at Bought and Sold. Uh, Port Townsend. I bet they've been around forever. They don't say on their bookmark here. But anyway, it's in downtown Port Townsend. I also went to the best coffee shop uh, there. And I would say the one that gets the highest reviews was not my favorite one. The coffee shop, I love that I'm planning, like anybody's going to go to Port Townsend because I'm saying so, but just in case, um, better living through coffee is my favorite, um, place to go to get coffee in Port Townsend. Now I know, uh, I can't remember what the other one's called. I think it starts with a V or something called vetiver or something. I wouldn't recommend it because Sorry, they they gave me, I was supposed to get a decaf coffee, and I do that for my health, and they didn't give me decaf, but it's a long story how I found out. Luckily, I found out before I drank it. Anyway, what am I talking to you guys about? This is insane. Long story short, I went to William James Bookseller. I bought a lot of books, and I'll just sort of list them for you. I've been reading a lot lately, which is good. I've been trying to make myself go to bed at a certain time every night and get up at a certain time, and it isn't quite totally solved yet my sleep schedule but I'm working on it all right I've read him before on the podcast Hafiz this this book is called the subject tonight is love let's see it's by pumpkin house cd Wright. great this is a copper canyon I think she always was published on copper canyon um this book is called the poet the lion talking pictures El Farolito, A Wedding in St. Rock, Roque, The Big Box Store, The Warp in the Mirror, Spring, Midnight Fire, and all. Spring, Midnight's Fire, and all. Okay, I murdered that, but you get the idea. What a great title for a book, right? Um, who else do I have? Rabindranath Tagore, who I think I've also read on here. This book is called The Lover of God. Oh my God, I love, I love that. What I'll be reading from tonight, Rolf Jacobson. The I've uh, I've also read him. We'll talk about that. Anyway, this book is The Roads Have Come to an End Now. 
And I also got The Dream of the Poem, Hebrew Poetry from Muslim and Christian Spain from 950 to 1492. Translated, edited, and introduced by Peter Cole. Every page I opened to, I was sort of freaking out. Um, another book that I read... I read a couple of books this week, um, Wabi Sabi for Artists, Designers, Poets, and Philosophers. It was a pretty interesting book. I uh, had no idea what I was in for, but it was, a, you know, like an, less than an hour to read. It was by Leonard Koren, K-O-R-E-N, uh, from Imperfect Publishing. And then a friend gave me the book called The Fuck It Diet, Eating Should Be Easy, and long story short, I got a lot out of it. I got out of it what the writer didn't intend, but this book is basically for anybody, and I don't really have this problem, but I do have my own sort of problems regarding eating, but it's really for people, if you, I just want to mention it, because if you've ever dieted and had no luck dieting, and your eating stuff bothers you, or your weight bothers you, or you're very paranoid that you don't look good enough, or feel good enough because of your food, this book, The Fuck It Diet, is actually a really good read for you. Um, it makes you feel like, you know what, I'm only on he here on Earth for a short while. I might as well eat food I actually like and not kill myself trying to fight what my body's naturally trying to do. And I, I got something else out of it, my kind of addiction to self-help and my, my uh, ever since I was 18, just trying to get better in every single way and trying to be a better person and trying to sleep better and trying to walk better and trying to breathe better trying to do whatever better. I mean, it's maddening to me. I've been working so hard at myself for so long and I still kind of can't stand where I'm at. I all, or that's what I felt before I read this book. And I'm finally to the point, and I re really will credit this book. Oh, by the way, The Fuck It Diet is by Carolyn Dooner, D-O-O-N-E-R. Um, I credit this book for making me really realize I had a wake up call where I was just going, I've got to start accepting myself where I'm at. And I worked really hard at it in various ways over the last, um, I would say five or six days. And then actually when I was in that, um, coffee shop, I was telling you guys about better living through coffee. I went to the bathroom and in the bathroom out of nowhere, I had this realization and this sentence popped into my head. This is sort of embarrassing, but I'm just going to tell you guys. Today, I said, today I'm finally the person I've been trying to be my entire life. And it's not like I think I'm perfect. It's not like I don't still have things I would like to change. But for the most part, I would say overall, I've, I've really disliked myself in a big, big, big way for a long time. But I don't anymore. Like I, when I, if I really were to just take a snapshot of me right now, I'm, I'm managing my life the way I've always wanted to, is the way I'm kind of seeing it. And when I realized that in that bathroom, I could, you could have like, I almost fell over from shock. But I really, I've felt it ever since. It was this, one of these moments in life where you just go, damn, all right. And so anyway, that's my experience with that. Uh, that book really is very good. If you have any problems like that, I really highly recommend it. Um, let me think. Well, I guess it's probably time to read. Where is my book? And now I already lost them again. Okay, Rolf. Jacobson. Who's Rolf Jacobson? Well, Norwegian writer, considered the first modernist writer in Norway. Born 1907, had a nice long life, 1994. Also had a happy marriage, I read. Uh, I have previously on the podcast read the poem. Um, it was from 
well, it was called Some People, I remember, and I really loved that poem. It was from the Robert Bly book, The Winged Energy of Delight, that I keep recommending to people. This one is another Copper Canyon Press. This was published in 2001. Um, do you guys remember that? Some people, look it up if you can, um, from the podcast main site, the Potomatic one. I can't find it. I don't know if it's in here, but yeah, Some People was really a great poem. Um, anyway, this one is too. And I just poked my eye with the book. Pretty cool. If only you guys could see me. The way I look every time I've done the podcast, it would be horrifying. I would get nobody watching or listening. Okay, this book is The Roads Have Come to an End Now. I think I mentioned that. Selected and Last Poems of Rolf Jacobson. Translated by Robert Bly, Roger Greenwald, and Robert Hedden. This is called The Silent... Sorry, The Silence Afterwards. Try to be done now with deliberately provocative actions and sales statistics, brunches and gas ovens, be done with fashion shows and horoscopes, military parades, architectural contests, and the rows of triple traffic lights. Come through all that and be through with getting ready for parties and eight possibilities of winning on the numbers. Cost of living indexes and stock market analyses, because it's too late. It is way too late. Get through with it and come home to the silence afterwards that meets you like warm blood hitting your forehead and like thunder on the way and the sound of great clocks striking that make the eardrums quiver because words don't exist any longer. There are no more words. From now on, all talk will take place with the voices stones and trees have. The silence that lives in the grass on the underside of each blade and in the blue space between the stones. The silence that follows shots and birdsong. The silence that pulls a blanket over the dead body and waits in the stair until everyone is gone. The silence that lies like a small bird between your hands, the only friend you have. Whoa. Take that, everybody. Take that, world. Take that, other poets. That's a good... Come on. Come on, Rolf. I'm sure it's Rolf Jacobson, by the way, but, you know, I'm from Nebraska. I'm just going to go ahead and say Jacobson and not worry about it. I go through this all the time, I know. Hey, a couple of thanks, by the way. Thank you to Lisa Nove, N-O-V, and R-B-G. And it says, not that one, alas, meaning not Ruth Bader Ginsburg, but can you imagine? Um... Anyway, these two are so kind and wrote a really great five-star review on Apple Podcasts. I'd appreciate it anytime. I appreciate it anytime you guys do that. So thank you, thank you, Lisa and RBG. And thank you to Laura Glazer, who wrote me after the Hazel Hall uh, podcast. I believe that was last week. Uh, Laura is the founder of Friends of Hazel Hall. And in Portland, uh, at, there is a group of artists who get together and make work related to Hazel Hall. And Laura was kind enough to invite me to go to the former home and um, of Hazel Hall and learn more about her next time I'm in Portland, which I love because I can take a train down to Portland, by the way, from my new home. So I'm all about that. Laura, I meant to email you and I just haven't had my computer with me um, until today. So uh, you will be hearing from me. But that was great. So and I, it's also good for you guys to know that there is something called the Friends of Hazel Hall and that OSU actually put out a really great collected poems book recently. So I'll put a link to all of this in the description. I hope I don't forget to get it all in there. I'll also be putting a link to 
uh, the Rolf Jacobson book from Copper Canyon Press so that you guys can get that. Uh, what else? I'm exasperated. My heart does love the new medication I'm giving it. I don't know if I mentioned that to you guys, but I've been feeling really good. Again, today I'm finally the person I've been trying to be my entire life. I hope the same is true for you. Uh, what else? My cat loves windows. Uh, we have a new outdoor cat that I've named Barry who comes around begging for food every night, and I love him so much, but I'm too afraid to bring him in because I'm afraid of diseases. Uh, my back hurts. I want to go walk outside. I'm hungry. I have named this man across the street. named I named him Dennis after Dennis Rader, because, uh, the BTK killer, because he reminds me of him, which is not a good thing. Let's see. I love my mom. I love yarn. I wish I wrote more. I wish I would use my sewing machine more. It's right here. Uh, I'm hungry. I think I already said that. I love. To I want to hear about your sandwiches. I really, really do. I want you all to try my French onion soup. I love you. I love all of you. And well, unless you're a rapist and/or a bigot. In that case, it's an honor to tell you to get the fuck out of this podcast. But everyone else, I love you, and I truly, truly hope you're doing well. Let me know how you're doing. I'll talk to you guys next week. Goodbye. Good night.